Hello and welcome to the Practical Sovereignty Project. In today's world with the ever-increasing loss of personal freedoms, I'm here to try and provide as many practical ways as possible to help you and myself uh, gain some of those personal freedoms back. So I welcome you to the Practical Sovereignty Project. Hello, hello, and uh, I welcome you if you're a new listener and I welcome you back if you're a previous listener to the Practical Sovereignty Project and this will be the third, third series, Series 3, Practical Sovereignty Project 3.0 and I'm, I'm re relaunching and so today I'll just start with an introduction uh, for those who haven't heard me before um, in relation to what I what this is about or what, or even why I've decided to to relaunch the show today so practical sovereignty project as given with its new intro there is um, a podcast in which I look to practical ways and ideas and thoughts around how an individual can seek to gain more sovereignty and power over themselves, their lives, um, things within their lives, and that is essentially the 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 mission statement. The mission statement behind why I have decided to produce this podcast because it's something that is dear uh, dear to my heart and has been for a very long time now. Uh, the yeah the the idea of self reliance, self sufficiency, just uh, very much doing as much as you can. Um, for yourself has been um, a big part of my life although and that in itself has its limitations which uh, I will also look to explore in the podcast but even more importantly I think especially now especially with this uh, practical sovereignty project project 3.0 um, I'm starting to feel that as much as it's been a personal development of mine to increase my own or bring as much within my own realm of uh, self-responsibility uh, and reliance. I do feel, and I, if you're listening to this, you probably feel the same, that there is an increasing threat that many of the uh, things that we have, at least in where I am in England or in, I think, much of global society, to empower ourselves as individuals and to live our lives free free in the way we want to is actually increasingly um, under under pressure let's say and I feel that that is justified especially on the back end or still in somewhat um, within the, this global pandemic that we're experiencing in through 2000 and now 2001 I think this has been really strongly highlighted as the the downside some of the real dangers of that we now face as individuals in the world as it stands at this moment in time and yeah i think we're all feeling that it would be very i'd be very surprised if you wasn't so there's lots of opportunities in this world at the moment with the technologies that we're we endowed with that are just phenomenal but there are also a lot of threats and threats of loss of individual freedom and autonomy in relation to these to these technologies and to the way the world is shaping so that behind my own personal drives and incentives to be and feel like I'm an empowered individual which I can draw on my own personal philosophies and experiences to 
to have got to that point, I think there is this wider pressure now, if you are feeling it, to to also put yourself in that position where you can maybe empower yourself in a very complicated and ever-changing um, world that we, we now face. This is, I think this is a very difficult and challenging thing to do, but potentially all the more needed. And so therefore, with those thoughts in mind, the you know the current pressures of my own desires and interests, I decided with this opportunity to relaunch the Practical Sovereignty Project. So I'll go back to why I had to unlaunch or um, retire, or have a break really from the Practical Sovereignty Project version two, which is to say that <clears throat> I had to take a break and probably will have to take another break um, because I'm currently in study and I'm, I'm my main focus in my my own life is to is is some study that I'm undertaking around uh, psychology and the application of psychology for um, through maybe some counselling um, and it very much as is very dominant part of my my life at the moment and has and puts pressure on doing things like this however there is also a lot that is i'm gaining from that experience that it really does apply to to a lot of what this podcast is about and this and that personal development side of regaining practical like regaining sovereignty that real inward skill based um, relational part of skills that is being developed which i am is really dominating a lot of my life at the moment but it's very much could be utilized and and channeled through this podcast and i do hope if i am able to retain some consistency that i'll also be able to offer you as a listener some of what i'm learning whilst going um, and through this process and learning these skills um they were very much i find they are skills that we all could use and that we all can develop that are really are um that are empowering and really really useful so it's that's another for those previous listeners who are joining from the versions one and version two. Uh, there, there is a real opportunity there to maybe bring in me to bring forward some of that, some of that learning, which I really would, really do hope to do, and um, may look to explore in some of these future podcasts. So also help me through my second part of my course, which is due to start relatively soon. So that could be uh, something interesting that I could combine here. So here we are. It brings me now to a, a, a bit of a relaunch. And there is actually a third reason um, that I have to, uh, chosen this time to relaunch the Practical Sovereignty Project. And that is um, a, a discovery of a new technology, which is, um, I think, can be really useful. And it's something that I've touched upon that I find really exciting and a real opportunity for me to utilise and uh, bring to, to this podcast to bear upon. And that is a technology that's called uh, ThinksChat. And there may be um, some of you, and I hope there is, that will be listening to this podcast on ThinksChat. And this is something that I have found quite recently that I'm trialing, basically, and having a, I've been a little pop at. Um, but it's just... I'm really excited about this technology because it's given me some a tool or the an, an insight into the, potentially the tools that are going to be developed or are being developed at this at this moment in time to counterbalance some of these forces that I feel that I'm seeing that are really uh, removing 
lots of those freedoms and um, rights or privileges, depending on how you see it, that we have enjoyed, at least in my society, for a fair amount of time, that are under pressure because of some of the technologies that are evolving and the centralization of lots of the those technologies, especially in media, there is some pushback. There is I'm seeing some developments that are starting to decentralize these these power bases of uh, basically um, social media platforms primarily in this case, and the censorship that is going on there. And that is, seems like a really exciting thing, and that's something that I just um, really want to be a part of. And um, just to reflect upon that, um, the the dangers that I've seen over the prior to seeing this opportunity, over the months in which I've been busy studying, I just want to relate some of them really, or just to to point out for me and to almost honour some of the people that I've witnessed um, going through this, um, why I think this is really important to be aware of. Now, not all of these people. Uh, I would say I'm a fan of, but I am a big fan of free speech, and I do think that the free the, the platforms of speech that we're all using more and more the to the best uh, within limitations, which I think should be very small and already legally established. There is a real sense I think that these platforms should remain free and freely available and uncensored as possible, and yet. Despite that desire in me to see that how these platforms to be used, the censorship seems to be intense. I think it was really highlighted to me, and I'm pretty sure everyone, um, when Donald Trump, the American sitting American president, was censored um, after the the Capitol riots or the protests, depending on how you see it, um, that that to me was a shock. That was a seminal moment and a real shock in the, the the power, or at least the well, the power essentially that these 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 platforms had clearly demonstrating in that one act um, was was a real change, sea change, and it disturbed me. Now I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm any a major advocate or fan, and. Politics really is something that I tend to, uh, I have to touch upon because we all do, but not uh, not overly. I don't believe I'm an overly political person. Yet that that to me that political act was so strong and so powerful as a voice that it really felt at that moment that if they could seek to silence one of the most powerful man apparently on earth. As the president of the United States, well, then none of us are safe, are we? And that that feeling, that feeling of that statement of what it was to the global population, that we can just switch you off, um, should have sent a chill down anyone's heart. That you um, that there is an there are authorities with that level of power over the individual and powerful individuals. So people like you. Many of you and myself, who have um, just a, a general Joe blog, so to speak, um, we got nothing. We got nothing in the tank if that's coming for us, or do we? And this is where I started to, relatively recently, actually, in the face of some of the despair that I was feeling 
in observing what, what what's been going on around me let alone the pandemic and the various um, restrictions that have uh, been placed upon us all during that um, period and it's all these things compounded together to say that uh, to make me aware of um, how limited the scope of power that me as a general member of the public actually has and I have to accept the limitations of that and that many of them are real however that doesn't stop me seeking to within reason and for I believe in general um, justified ways seek to maintain a lot of the freedoms and things that have been offered to me by my society so that was really a real sea change moment and I think that's continued as well when I, I've over the since uh, and it's still unabated now I would say that what stands to mind recently um, there was one I think Brett Weinstein I don't know if many people are aware of this gentleman and his wife Heather Hying um, they were been censored uh, over the the pandemic uh, again some some of which you may find is justified but uh, again I think the free speech uh, platform there really this the the goal of free speech has been really under attack in that circumstance to highly distinguished uh, educators and professors there being silenced um, one of the ones that really struck me today in, in recording this podcast as well and um, so I'm just <laughs> taking this opportunity to basically put myself on the side of everything that they're trying to uh you know prevent so uh, i am putting myself out there as censorable from the off <laughs> practical sovereignty project but then that's that's um i'll go on to why i think there could be some solutions in the off thing uh, so i'm not really um, concerned to do that but yeah um, um brett and heather um there and and funny today, I don't know how true this is, but this is something that I haven't done much research on this. But tragically, today in England, there's been an incident, or maybe it was yesterday, but there's been a tragic incident in a shooting, a um, a mass shooting, um, so-called. And this really, um, really profoundly stood out to me. Um, the horror of it is obviously dramatic. But I've also recently been doing some research in relation to my course on the, um, there's a book called The um, the Boy Crisis by uh, David, um, I believe it's David Gray, um, I'm sure I've got that name wrong, but also Warren Farrell, Dr. Warren Farrell, um, who, uh, John Gray, that was it, I think Dr. John Gray, who wrote um, Women Are From Mars, um, Women Are From Venus, Men Are From Mars, and the uh, Warren Farrell is a big, big advocate for men's rights, or seen as the father of the men's rights movement. So I was basically um, reading this book, The Boy Crisis, which had a lot, dis discussed a lot about some of the crisis of masculinity and some of the ways that that is basically being acted out in our societies, especially in the Western world. And one of the elements of that is these random acts of violence, these shootings. And in America, you know, the, the famous uh, school shootings that have been undertaken, this is in a similar vein. This is a, um, a relatively young man who yeah, appears to, in first view, 
appears to be um, taking out an act of violence upon um, not only himself and his family, but also just random um, members of the public in a horrific manner. And But it taps into this wider problem, which is the this crisis of masculinity. And that's really important, in my point of view, from to the Practical Sovereignty Project. Because the Practical Sovereignty Project and is looking and just my own self and you know is look is looking for ways to in which to feel empowered and acts random acts of violence like this are acts of despair where because the lack of power is being felt it's a it's 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 an essence it's it's weakness and it's coming out there in in a disgusting way so it's the a hurt person hurting others and what we are looking to do, or I'm looking to do, and would like this podcast to be a vehicle for, is a part of um, healing people, healing others. And whether that be in practical means, just becoming more um, financially independent or, you know, just more capable maybe, or self-reliant, or even in emotional and psychological terms, being more just healthy really but a lot of I believe psychological health is also based around that sense of knowing who you are being able to express who you are share who you knowing yourself um as the as the delphi the the words across the delphi oracle there um know thyself before you enter and so that's very much there's a psychological element to this which just has been really tapped into by that recent incident one of the, another thing that really shocked me, though, despite my own personal interest in reading about where these maybe these incidences arise, is that one of the first headlines that I've seen um, it relating to this, the post-mortem of this event, and it discussed the 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 concepts of mis misogyny, that this is a consequence of uh, misogyny. And an, a, a part of the um, a, of male violence, toxic masculinity, just this this sense that this is coming from a hatred of women, and that the violence is being acted out by this an ideology, and a part of that, which I was shocked to see so quickly after this incident, um, has been related to whether there's the groups groups in social media. And um, I think there's, I saw recently some Reddit forums in relation to um, groups of male, you know, males getting together and discussing uh, masculinity uh, being identified potentially as, as far as even to go, as to say potentially a form of terrorism or, and I know that word will flash out across the uh, the airwaves as a censorable term along probably with misogyny but the uh, these as the, potentially these are hotbeds for these these hurt people hurting people and and in watch which is what terrorism clearly is and so it scares me somewhat to see how quickly first of all this this conclusion has been reached because it, then there's a natural conclusion from that conclusion which is we need to shut down 
these uh, groups. We need to stop them communicating. We need to censor this um, this thought, this way of thinking, because this is the consequence of misogyny, so to speak. And this this way of thinking, this way of understanding the world, this way of understanding situations such as this, I think is is terrifying to observe. And I'll, and for those of you who believe that maybe this is what needs to happen, I think that this pro if you maybe it's it's a deep topic, but I hope in this podcast to explore why that kind of response of shutting people down and trying to eliminate the problem in such a manner is is more dangerous than than um, the actual but sad as it is the scenarios which are presenting themselves because you're not solving the problem um not really you're not getting to the root of the problem which is i believe people feeling powerless and acting out in such ways so those things, many of which now I feel that I've gone through, um, have brought me to the table again. Brought me to the to the podcasting um, room, and just to 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 explore and establish a the, the one of the a potential um, solution, which I've observed in this um, this 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 things chat, and it's a solution to the problem of censorship and it's a solution or possible solution i'm trialing it to the the loss of free speech and the the loss of the of really getting to the which is where it's so important for us to get to the bottom of the problems to speak to speak things out to talk about things rather than just have these hasty judgments and that's what i'm here to do uh, that's what this I'm looking to do once again in the relaunch uh, 3.0 of the Practical Sovereignty Project is to have a, a forum and a podcast that explores um, those those things so people don't feel maybe so isolated and desperate and in in maybe in many areas of their life. So there we go. There's um, I consider that the 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 introduction to me restarting it's restarting the practical sovereignty project now the meat of the meat of today's episode then um uh, i've given you that that overview is is going to be um although i've got very little technical knowledge around it um but i thought you will just get this one up and running this is well, you're joining me um you're joining me on the journey I and mean, you'll probably end up taking the journey if you're if you're an early starter with this in understanding this technology which I'm um, see evolving and that I believe has a lot has a lot to offer has a lot to offer in providing a solution to some of the problems that I've just described and um, the iteration that I'm gonna put this um, launch this platform this this podcast on is um, is thinks chat uh, I might have referred to it earlier there but it's thinks chat so um, you may want to if you're not listening to this on thinks chat you might want to um, search that on the internet under thinks that's s-p-i-n-x space chat and it's uh it's a decentralized as far as i can tell 
and that's what I'm looking to explore. It appears to be a decentralized speech platform. So to talk about that, I think I need to distinguish between a centralized speech platform and how this kind of is potentially this thinks chat operates in, I guess, a different way or opposition to uh, a centralized platform. So in a centralized platform, which you could be listening to me on, say Apple Podcasts or um, I believe I was on SoundCloud, then the podcast is held, I believe, and I could be, if there's more technical minded people than me, um, I might embarrass myself here, but uh, the podcast is essentially, the custody of the podcast is held I, um, on on these platforms, or at least they channel the platforms to the audience. So they host the the platforms. Now, do if anyone you run a podcast out there, you do actually have a, a like a a provider. You have a um, who stores your your recordings. Um, I'm assuming on their host server, and then the the platforms themselves. Then take the that give them an avenue, I believe, to that platform, and then that's you can listen to it. So it's 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 kind of networked in a way. But you 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 host you have a host of your podcast, and then you have distribution platforms, be they um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so forth. Now, it appears to me that what has evolved here, um, at least the problem that has evolved is that the platforms that are that have become very large um, and centralized in effect that is the point at which people are being cancelled that is the point at which the attack really upon free speech is being launched that you are removed and um, they say also demonetized um, in those platforms is that if things are come up that are deemed problematic so those are that's that's the vector of, of of censorship, is to limit the uh, your ability to use those platforms if you go against their policies. Um, the host, I'm not sure so sure about that. There could be a problem there, but the the, the host of the actual podcast, um, as far as I can tell, they they at the moment are just a server which holds the recording and then just broadcasts it out. But it's the platform at the moment which which censors. So, how does Thinks Chat uh, look to look to change that dynamic to maybe maintain some of the the freedom of speech, which I'm looking to explore and understand through relaunching this podcast and using these services? Well, I think this is how it works, and I probably need to do a bit more research. But um, I'm gonna, like I say, this is the research. It's it's it's, it's a live action show. And so I think what happens is that the feed, which my podcast host provides, uh, then goes into uh, these this channel essentially. Now I know there's a a website called Podcasting 2.0, and Podcasting 2.0 is uh, has been set up by a gentleman called Adam Curry, and anyone who knows. Um, about podcasts he's called the bob the godfather of podcasting because he sort of took podcasts 
to Apple, uh, the iPod, in very early days, he's one of the main people who really launched that platform. And he, you know, he's instru instrumental in the whole thing. And yet he probably in recognising that the maybe some of the, the original goals of podcasting to be a free speech platforms and just for people to stick stuff out there are being undermined. And so it appears to me anyway, this is the impetus behind podcasting 2.0 is to provide an avenue to resist some of this this censorship. And in doing it, so the, 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 the way that this is being done is he's providing this this uh, service, which is the Podcasting Index. Again, you can search all these things online. And it appears to me the Podcasting Index is just a list. It's a list of um, millions of podcasts and their, their feeds. So I'm assuming that a lot of these podcasts are drawn from the, the hosts and just listed in this in this in this index so they're they're all available and uncensored at least in this index but then there is also another avenue which is stinks chat which is that that feed can also be fed into a a decentralized network technology which is a layer on top of the Bitcoin network. Now I don't want to get too bogged down in Bitcoin here because that's a whole other topic unto itself. But a lot of these, this, the networks that underlie Bitcoin are like rails uh, that are decentralized. So this, if you had, say, maybe like yes, rails are a really good uh, metaphor. Like with um, train lines, like in England, you have where London is the, the central city. Lots of these train lines go through and into London, and that's a central point of the train network. But there are also other train lines, and they run smaller networks that run throughout the, the country and join, join the, all these things up. Well, that is very much how a decentralized network functions in that at the various different there is no single overriding central authority which governs the whole network the network itself is 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 the the power behind the 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 system is that it's networked between each areas of the of the network and so there's no central point of failure basically and it seems to me that the podcast in 2.0 and stinks chat is is at least more decentralized away from that single authority to where I can basically the dream or the idea maybe through and we'll see how successful it is by me launching this podcast for myself um, to see if that is that dream is actually a reality if that system exists in which the free speech can be maintained because it's networks it's under a distributed network which can't be shut down at any single point of failure and so potentially i i don't know but potentially um i i may not even need that host the podcast host at one point it could be if maybe i'd built up a network and that the practical sovereignty project um podcast was being was valued by the people using it that i could just launch the 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 podcast onto the network and it would be distributed via the network and through Thinks Chat 
um, through a, a an app, but the the actual it's just an, a gateway into a network, rather than having to be uploaded to a central point and then received by others from there, and that would be very hard for to shut down if you if you can simply upload onto a network and then it's spread throughout a network that's like a you know like a virus it would just spread so that that seems to be the strategy the net the strategy of using a network to spread information from the that doesn't therefore have that centralized point that can censor you and shut you down and that to me seems as the a logical possibility that that can be achieved um through this through this design structure and that seems to be the best way something like that if it not even if it's not things chat something like that some form of distributed network to maintain free speech is is going to be the force that actually can i believe push start to push back against a lot of the the censorship that we're we're seeing, and it almost seems that that's that's going to be the only real way this will happen. Now, there's always going to be problems. Uh, the people with major influence, um, currently unlike myself, um, would very much still have to potentially have central um, points at which they dis- distribute their information. I'm I'm guessing. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe if they've set up enough of a network effect, then they are uncensorable. But um, you, that may be in the future, but I think in the current way things are, once you get um, have a lot of influence and you're having to get that through these platforms, then you are potentially going to be restricted. But for now, this is maybe a light, a light towards something that can be that can resist some of what I'm seeing, and I really want to take part in that and explore that. So that's almost today's practical sovereignty project: is uh, get on Sphinx Chat. Now, that's actually um, one. That's what I'm trying to do right now. So as I'm recording this podcast, I'm not actually on Sphinx Chat, and I'm hoping to be able to upload this podcast to Sphinx Chat and start seeing how this works. So, you're, uh, if you're listening to me, this to if you're listening to me on Sphinx Chat. Um, you are definitely a part of the movement, and I uh, I appreciate that for sure. But so if you're not, I'm listening to me on Things Chat. The today's practical sovereignty project is to uh, try and get on Things Chat and <laughs> listen to me there, uh, basically. Um, now, I'm obviously trying to upload onto Things Chat, and I'm assuming it could be easier to listen um, on Things Chat, which. Uh, I believe maybe you would have to, I think, to download an app, go to the website, you know, get on Things Chat. I think you need to, will need to download an app there. And there is a small charge, and I think it's actually a Bitcoin charge. So you would also have to obtain some Bitcoin. So there's a challenge for you if you never used that before. And But I do think uh, this this is the, the, what, the, they are the rails. The Bitcoin is the rails for this network. So... You have to obtain some of the access to the rails, and then I believe you have to download the app, and then you're in. So it's um, yeah, it's I'm going to leave that to the websites to take you through. So you, if if you're willing to do that, if you feel that this is something that's worth your time to um, look into this avenues to widen avenues 
to in which you can ensure that your free freedom of speech and freedom to listen to speech is maintained and maybe just give yourself some options away from maybe the major providers especially if you're finding that they are censoring and censoring people that you like um, then I, I do think that you want to start giving yourself some options to to ensure that you'll have some insurance policy let's say against um, losing those access to those those sources of entertainment and and um, instruct you know in education or um, so yeah if ever anyone you like has been censored I recommend giving this one a go this is why I'm going to give a go and uh, as I say although there are other free speech platforms developed they still all essentially function under the same kind of guise really is that there's this, this central platform which you have to access that can be taken down or influenced and um, I think the only way that is really ever going to over-function is something that appears to be, if not entirely different, far more resilient, which is this network networked structure. And this, um, as I say, this seems to be the most viable one that I see at the moment. So, yeah, give that a shot. Go to the Sphinx uh, chat um, website and see if you can get yourself um, uh, listen to this podcast basically on there um so that's uh stinks s-p-i-n-x space chat and um see if you can get yourself going as i will try to do and try to get this podcast going so there you go that's um that's i normally have for regular listeners a um a um a, a a practical thing to do this is a big part of the practical sovereignty project and the idea behind this podcast is that there is i try to leave you with something that you can an action i suppose that you can take um undertake and a little project as it's in the name and to to give a go so i really hope you do there and if you get if you're successful and it would be lovely to uh, just uh, let me know and let me know in the comments um, the or messages I think Sphinx chat has a message option um, in which you can message me and say I successfully li- I, I spent I listened to your whole podcast uh, so you've done well there you could potentially write this you write whatever you want but this is this is a possible um, I listened to your whole podcast and then I went um, to the website and I managed to get some Bitcoin and I, and I managed to get on Sphinx chat and I managed to find you on Sphinx chat and now I'm sending you this message and now I now I really hope and if I receive that message, that this has been worth your while, but I would definitely give you a, a round of applause um, for partaking in the practical that project. That would be the you would have achieved the 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 practical sovereignty project of today, which is to diversify yourself into a wider free speech platform to prevent potentially all your favourite f- forms of speech being available to you and all your 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 own offering of speech being denied you so there we go that concludes i guess that concludes um this today's practical sovereignty project and 3.0 uh the relaunch as I, and as i believe i said before to all those um, previous listeners who may be joining me on this um this uh, version 3 and to all the new listeners i welcome you and I, I ask if you have the same fears, concerns, 
and passion for your own practical uh just a you know just freedom really your own freedom personal freedom uh then i then join me join me and i'll, I'll happily um try to move along with you in in gaining more of that so that'd be a wonderful thing to achieve so uh, just past the 40 minutes there and i'll see you next time hopefully on the on the practical sovereignty project have a lovely have a lovely day week year whatever it is when i see you thank you and goodbye mm -hmm.